This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're going to have to keep talking about this fourth down play because everybody wants to talk about it, and that's fine. Let's talk about it. Um, You know, Harbaugh made a decision. Didn't go well. Fine. Everybody wants him fired. You're doing the most, by the way, if you're one Mm -hmm. of those people. Criticizing him is completely okay. I get it. Um, He deserves it. Firing him uh, with a 2-2 and record. Oh, yeah, by the way, that's tied for first place and wanting to start all over again. uh, It's absurd. And that's me putting it nicely, but mm-hmm. whatever, no matter the thing, um, this is what Harbaugh had to say in doubling down on his fourth down decision. Offenses with, you know, who are behind are way more aggressive. They've got nothing to lose. They're going to go for it because just like against the Patriots, when you're behind, you throw the ball up, you get, you got a chance to get interceptions, but when you're tied, you throw the ball up and you get an interception down there, you turn the ball over, you know, we're kicking the field goal, run the clock out and winning the game. Or I think we got a great chance. I can, Completely trust our defense with the ball at the two-yard line to get a stop there. They punt us to the 50. We run it down into field goal range. We run the timeout and we kick the game-winning field goal. And that, that was the thinking. So rather than put them in a situation for a field goal, you know, in that situation at the 25-yard line with four minutes left, I'm thinking either seven or I'm thinking the ball's at the two-yard line. And I really stand by that decision, 100%. So as you can see, um, he feels strongly about going for it on fourth down. He believes that the analytics was it, it, all right. And it's crazy because um, you have people that, you know, are, are with him. You have um, Aaron uh, Shates from Football Outsiders that was on Glenn Clark's show saying that, yes, what he maybe it was the execution, maybe it was the call that was wrong, but going forward on fourth down in that situation was the right call. You also had Dan Orlovsky on ESPN saying the same thing. There are people that agree with the fact that you have to go for it on fourth down. There's a lot of people that's saying that, well, it's because that Harbaugh didn't trust the defense. And, and I don't think that that's the case. I personally don't think that that's the case. I think it literally is an analytics thing that, that they're saying this is a better sell in order to win this football game as opposed to the three points. So, okay, here we are. It didn't go. My issue, Cordell, is not the fourth down call, right? I'm not going to lie to you. I have preferred them to go for the points, and that's normally not like me. But I'm going to tell you why I I preferred that. I knew they wasn't going to get it. I feel like as much as Greg Roman has done well, the one thing that he does horribly is – 
find the right plays on third and short and fourth and short. Um, and that's and that and in goal line situations. We talked about this the other day. I have no idea why the Ravens don't want, particularly when you have a situation at the running back position that you do have. Why are you not letting Pat Ricard be the next Mike Allstott? You already need running backs. You already need bruises. Why aren't you just giving him the ball? Let him try to get in there. And so. I hated to call on first and goal, hated to call on second and goal, hated to call on third and goal, hated to call on fourth and goal. When it comes to that type of situations, I hate what the Ravens do in those critical situations. Don't have a problem with going forward on fourth down, got a problem with the execution, got a problem with the play calling. And that's where I stand with that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, number one, I get that the analytics are a big part in what the Ravens do, and especially when it comes down to their fourth down decisions. Um, I would have just been cool with Hobbs not even mentioning the analytics, to be honest. I would have been cool if Hobbs had came out like, look, I felt like we needed to get a touchdown there instead of a field goal. I don't believe he trusted his defense. I know he said he did, uh, but I don't believe he trusted his defense. The, the, the Bills scored on every drive except one in the second half, and we saw what happened even after the interception. They literally walked up the field. They could have scored a touchdown if they really wanted to. Um, I, I just don't think that there was any reason to trust the defense and that's okay because the defense has not been trustworthy to this point. Um, so I, I don't, I don't think he would have been wrong in that right. regard. Uh, right. that said, I, I, I agreed with him going forward on fourth down. Look, I'm an aggressive guy. I'm always going to be down with I, one of my biggest pet peeves in football is kicking a field goal inside the five. What are we doing? Yeah. Inside the five, you are this is football. Is you is is man on man. You don't trust your guys to get you two yards, two yeah. yards. So yeah. at that point, fourth and goal from the two, I'm going for it every time. Every time. Because you it's not a you don't know when the next time you're gonna be inside the five. Um, it's the calls. It's the calls for me. The call was bogus. I thought it was a terrible call. I hate the five wide passing. I, unless you're going to run a quick pick play or something like that, which didn't necessarily look like what they did. It looked like they ran sort some sort of spot, uh, some sort of spout uh, spot type of route concept on the right side, which is where Duvernay got open at. It looked like Duvernay ran the uh, outside post from the inside and somebody from the out the outside receiver came and sat down did a like a short curl and sat down and that's how Duvernay got open because both of their defenders basically kind of ran into each other and he just used that to get to the outside. I don't think Duvernay was the the main target because if he was I think Lamar would have hit him. I think that's yeah. why Lamar took so long to find Duvernay is because number one, he had the pressure in his face, but also yeah. number two, he had to go off of his first read. And I would imagine Mark Andrews was his first read because when is he not? And right. I think everybody knew that that's who he wanted to go to. Yep. Um, my issue is you say you're different, be different, call different stuff. Break <laughs> Cause my thing, you go back to last year and the Ravens going forward on fourth down and the two point conversions. And they, they, they failed on a lot of those in key situations. Now, overall, they were good on fourth downs last year, 18 for 27 to 67%. Not terrible. Not terrible. Two-point conversions, they were two for eight. Two for eight on two-point conversions. And yeah. you know what the two-point conversions are done from? They're done from the two-yard line. 
So, which is exactly where they called the where their fourth and goal was. They had whatever short yardage packages they have of plays, they need to throw it out because they are showing me that they don't know how to call the right play in those situations. And while I want you to be aggressive, and while I will always condone going forward on fourth and short when you have Lamar Jackson as your quarterback, if you can't faithfully call the right play in those situations, you don't need to go for it. You don't need to go for it because you're ultimately killing yourself. You're killing yourself. If you can't come together with the right type of play call in those situations, you need to just kick a field goal and take the points there. I know you don't want to be conservative, but you can't leave with nothing. And I've been on the board of they should go forward in that situation, and I'm standing by that. But I think going forward, they're going to have to change some of these play calls that they make in these situations because they're simply not working. Well, I don't understand why they don't. When they went for it, I, I was watching the the a replay of the Chiefs game last year with the Ravens, where the Ravens beat the Chiefs. And the, to seal that game, they went for it on a fourth and one. Their play call was a quarterback power, and Lamar got like two yards on the play. Mm-hmm. Why would you not call st- – I like when they call those plays. I don't like the fullback or – I don't not, not necessarily the fullback guys because I don't have a problem with them giving it to Ricard in those situations. But I'm not crazy about halfback dives or giving the ball to a running back to go straight into the gut of the offense. Like, that, that stuff is played out. That, that's, yeah. that's, that should have died decades ago. It's done. <laughs> no, they're, they're ready for it. Now, a quarterback – power where you're letting Lamar run off of your tackle or your guard Mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. I'm with that because you got to go with, in those types of situations, you got to go with your bread and butter. What plays do you execute best? Mm -hmm. It's that. It's your quarterback design runs. Why Mm -hmm. would you not call that when you only need two yards? That's the kind of thing for me. I just feel like they overthink it at times and try to get too cute and want to throw the ball, just run the ball into the end zone. They wouldn't have been able to stop it. But, look, Harbs is going to continue to get questioned when he does that. And, honestly, I I think Harbs is going to continue to do what he does. I think he's going to continue to be himself. He wants to be aggressive. Again, when you have a guy like Lamar Jackson at quarterback, it opens the door for you to be aggressive. But if you're going to do it, you got to make sure you're making the right calls. Yeah. I completely agree. Y- y'all got to find a better way to make these calls. If you're going to be, if you're going to try to be successful, make the right calls, man. Cause that's the, that's my issue. The issue is simply the fact that I don't, I feel like the vault don't have good calls on fourth and short or, or fourth and go, or, you know, I'm sorry. I don't, the vault got to be up upgraded or something because, you know, he can call a good game and I'm not taking that away from him, but when he gets into these tight situational situ- um, uh, uh, downs, that's where they fail. And, and that's, you know, my issue with them. And it will continue to be my issue until they find a way to figure it out. <clears throat> Adding Pat Ricard into the mix because you've done it before you, you rolled out and let him go free. And then he finds a way in the end zone. Don't understand why we're just, not doing that anymore. Yeah, or maybe they sense. should they should take some still some plays from somebody else that calls these fourth down calls because the Ravens <laughs> this year on fourth downs they're two for five on fourth okay. downs, but their opponents so twenty fourth so down this year success rate seven point seven seven for nine that's seventy eight percent. Dang, 
78% that their opponents convert on fourth downs against them. That's Unreal. not good. Unreal. All right. Uh, before we say uh, thank you, we just want to shout out Jimmy Smith for yeah. his retirement, um, you know, with the Ravens. By the way, I mentioned this on Twitter back in July that he was going to do this. Now, the rumor was that he was going to do it during training camp, but I guess that they maybe they told him to wait. I don't know. But now it's official. Jimmy Smith is now retired uh, as a Raven, drafted in 2012, I believe, it's, it's because he played his rookie year when they won the Super Bowl. I truly believe Jimmy Smith, if healthier, um, would be – we would have way more conversations about Jimmy Smith. I feel like sometimes he's an afterthought because of his injury history, but mm -hmm. ultimately I think that Jimmy Smith um, still is, was a great player for this organization. Not sure if they find a way to put him in the ring of honor, but I think that, you know, if they did, I would, I'm cool with it because I think that Jimmy Smith has deserved to be in that right. Yeah. I was happy for Jimmy to be able to retire. Um, you know, on kind of on his own terms. I mean, he did say that, you know, his body is kind of the thing that's pushing him into retirement. Just he's just tired of having to work back from injury after injury. And he, you know, that's a big part of Jimmy's career, his injuries, and he owned up to that. And it's nothing a player can do about that. They can't control the injuries. The NFL has a hundred percent success rate. But it's no doubt that when he was on the field, he was an impact player. Um won a Super Bowl with the team, had impact plays in that Super Bowl, uh, and ultimately over the years has been one of the constant vets uh, in that locker room. And you talk about players that personify the Ravens' personality or play the Ravens' way. I think Jimmy Smith is definitely one of those guys. Uh, you could tell he has a really good relationship with with Harbs and the rest of the guys there. Yep. Um, definitely, I, I, I was there at his – as a retirement presser on, on Monday. And I was definitely happy for him. You know, he talked about how it took him time to mature and everything like that. And I kind of just asked him about, you know, how happy or how fulfilling it was to be able to, you know, start off and mature and make mistakes, but ultimately be able to win a Super Bowl. And now you're sitting here retiring from the organization that drafted you, you know, you played mm -hmm. for one team, your entire career. Not a lot of players can say that they did that. So uh, he was definitely happy about that. Just being able everything that he's achieved throughout his career and um, being able to retire as a Raven, I think meant a lot to him. And yeah. um, as far as the ring of honor, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't be upset. If Jimmy Smith uh, was in there. Um, he's got the numbers, the, the franchise numbers to really back up that argument for sure. Um, and like I said, I mean, he played, he played like a Raven. I mean, you, there's a lot of guys that of course you would mention historically on the defensive side of the ball before you get to Jimmy Smith, but ultimately you will arrive at Jimmy Smith's name when you talk about some of the best players uh, that the Ravens defense has had throughout their history. Absolutely. So good luck to you, Jimmy, in your retirement. And uh, we just hope that, you know, I, I believe he's still in the area. So, you know, I'm sure we'll see him around. It'll be cool to, to see him, uh, you know, sometimes at the practices. Because you know that's what the players mm -hmm. do. When they get bored, they just come up to the practice. Oh, yeah. He said he'd be around more. He said he'd be yeah. around more. So we'll, I'm sure we'll see him. Absolutely. So thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcast. From Cordell to me, this is Winning Rides.